phone's away when we're recording, please. Uh, my phone is away. Right. We're recording. I was doing important things. I was checking the cricket scores. The cricket scores. <laughs> yes. Right, and what's going on with the cricket? Um, hopefully Essex are on course to beat Derbyshire. Fascinating. Life-changing facts you're giving me. Uh, I know. I don't think it's really life-changing, but um, um, Essex need to win this. If you say so. Mm, uh, I've been doing too well this season thus far. Right. Well. Um, but anyway, um, we're not here to talk about cricket. Um, um, you've got a song coming out. I do. By the time you're listening to this episode, it will be out. No, so stop so listening exciting. and go and listen to it right yeah, now. Yes. <laughs> yes, stop listening to this and go away. And should we tell them what the song's called? It's called October. October. I will link it in our description and everything as well. Oh, excellent. Okay. Uh, so go listen to it right now. So um, what's October about? October. <laughs> uh, are we doing an episode on the song? Yeah. Are um, you... Is this my interview? Tell, um, I think it's important that we should tell listeners, or more of it, you should tell listeners, uh, about where you get your inspiration from, what it's like to try and write a song, um, you know, how does it... Right, okay, do you, you? want to ask me specific questions? Okay, well, I did. I asked you, <laughs> what's the song about? <laughs> uh, the song is about a love interest. Really? Um, it's about, I'm kind of saying like the story of the song, how I perceive it is that, uh, there's a bit of a crush happening, but then someone gets a bit too scared by the potential of the, um, relationship and they go away. So, and it normal life for any 20 year old then. Yeah. So kind of like very quick and fleeting love connection. Right. That's and is um, that what you get from the story? I'm curious. That's what I kind yeah, of yeah. No, that's right. No, I've listened to it obviously, and um, without having discussed the background uh, of it with you before, yes, that's exactly what I get. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also this kind of lingering thought that um, you know it's over, but you still want to. You're still keep interested. The flame going, if that makes because sense. Because I think it's that kind of thing. Of, I feel like things that don't end properly or end abruptly you're then always kind of lingering or mm-hmm. wondering does that make sense or things that weren't something official necessarily so um so not necessarily dwelling on this particular song mm-hmm. but writing in general i mean where do you draw inspiration from i mean how do, how do you approach the writing process do you think the the, is there a, like a tune come first or a lyric or independently and then you put them together? I mean, what's uh, the process like for you? I think it really is a bit of everything. So for this one, for example, it was the lyrics first. And I had the lyrics, I had the lyrics, and I just couldn't find the melody for it. This mm. is months and months and months. And then I heard a similar guitar chord to the one that I've used similar not the one that I have and I thought oh hang on a minute this could work and then in a span of about 10 minutes 
I rewrote the whole thing. I've basically kept the chorus and one other line. Everything else was scrapped new. So the actual lyrics changed? Yeah. Gosh. I only kept the chorus and the bridge. So you essentially had this concept and you had a lyric, Mm -hmm. but then as it developed... When I found the music, then it all changed and I just kept the chorus and and the bridge. And so quickly as well, within... Yeah. So that's the weird thing that sometimes you'll be waiting on something or holding on something for months or years and then all of a sudden it kind of pieces together in a strange, Mm. magical way. So it's very interesting how that happens. But, I mean, there are things that you've played me, uh, which which are just music. Mm -hmm. um, That have nothing to them at the moment. Yeah, they're... uh, Precisely, they've got no lyric or verse as such to them. But do you often go back to that then, searching? I think you have to. So, for example, with October, I actually, I was talking with one of my friends, Theofano, who helped out with the production of it. And um, we kind of said, oh, why don't we send each other our ideas and kind of help each other out? Because I said, what I have a lot of the time is I have loads of lyrics that have no melodies and lots of music that has no lyrics. <laughs> so I said to her, why don't we just exchange stuff mm-hmm. and kind and of... see whether one gets inspiration exactly. from the other. And so we kept trying to, like I sent her October, she said, oh, I really like the lyrics, like I like the chorus, it's very catchy. Uh, so she tried to come up with things, but just nothing worked. Like we, and I'd try and I'd sit and look at it and look at it, and then it's just something I heard that I was like, oh... This could potentially, I don't want it like this, mm. but I kind of like the rhythm of this, for example. Right. And the fact that it's guitar, so it's given me a bass of like, okay. So I sent it to her and I said, can you please write the guitar like this? Um, and blah, blah, blah. And then it just kind of escalated from that. And obviously, and I realized that, uh, well, hopefully by now, because we're like, whoa, what? 10 minutes at least into this podcast so you all had time to go away and, and listen, listen to, it. to it so you yep. know what we're talking about by now mm-hmm. um, um, but seriously um, I can't remember what I was going to say now alright so uh, yes um, so October uh, unlike some of the other stuff you've written uh, has got brass on it for example you've mm-hmm. got um, trombone Trumpet, trombone, alto sax. Alto sax, yeah. So, obviously, you're not playing any of those. No. Um, So, do you want to say something about how you've put this together? You know, there's no studio work, uh, per se. You you can't walk into a studio. Well, due to COVID. Well, the funny thing is how... So, basically, um, the girl who helped me out with all the kind of instrumentation, if you will, and the arrangement lives in Australia... So we did it via Zoom while she's in Australia. Um, but the producer and uh, I guess the engineer that did the mastering and stuff is in Greece. And so some of the brass players um, say, well, are okay. in Greece. Right. And one of them's from Cyprus. He's a friend of mine in Cyprus who's currently in Cyprus. So. <laughs> but, and the, but then how did you organize? Because they had to know, obviously, what to play. Um, yeah, so we... And they, okay, I, I can imagine 
they can each record their own bit and then mm-hmm. it all goes to the engineer stroke producer. Mm-hmm. But how do you control that process, if you see what I mean, as a composer, as a overall? Well, at first we put some MIDI, like electronic uh, version. version to kind of hear it out. And then you can get a score, you can produce a score electronically from the MIDI file. It's not the best score ever. And then we kind of soloed that out and sent them also the music with and without it so they could hear it and the score. And then they did it. Yeah. So I sent them a score and the music and stuff. So that's how, I I don't know if that answers your question. Yeah, and and with this one, you've also got a lead guitar bit of a solo at the end Mm -hmm. um to what extent did the person doing that have some kind of leeway did you just say to them Uh, i said i want a guitar solo i said i want you to do a guitar solo do whatever you want should kind of play stuff while we were on zoom and i said actually i kind of like the idea of the guitar starting by taking like the chorus line whether it be higher up or lower, like the kind of main chorus. Like, I don't think you can hear it, but it kind of takes the idea of like, I met you in it. And then it mm. kind of goes into its own thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and it should just so you basically go gave them the out. idea, but then gave them. Yeah. Uh, I said, it's your leeway. solo. Yeah, I just said, go for it. And she'd send me various ideas and we'd kind of be like, oh, maybe this is a bit too rocky or this is a bit this. Oh, but okay, so again, there are various um um versions and then you you yeah but i kind of gave her the freedom because it's it's a guitar solo so Mm. i just kind of said oh maybe a bit like this or like this but um yeah and was that the friend in australia Mm -hmm. yeah okay yeah she's an amazing guitarist good well yeah i mean i can i can um hear that from from Mm. she's very quick like anytime but oh a bit like this she'd immediately like she's very she's I think she's a great musician. Mm. Um, so, yeah, no, that was the guitar solo. But going back to the process and the inspiration, do you kind of sit and wait for it to happen? Or do you feel that you have to write, okay, I've not written anything for a while. I've got to sit down today. I've got to... Um, I knock think, out something. I think there's a very tricky balance between you have to keep writing but also just because you're writing doesn't mean you're getting anything well not getting anything you want to use yeah or immediately like as i said with october i I think the lyrics have been there for months and months and months could be almost a year i don't know how long they've been there Um, well, since last October, probably. But I think also the thing with creative stuff is that there's a lot of subconscious work happening, if that makes sense. Uh, give us an example of that. You mean... So... Uh, what do you mean by that? That I think you also need to kind of feed your brain with more ideas and then it will suddenly click a bit like it did with October. Like I was just listening to something and I was just like, oh, hang on a minute. I can well, use I this. remember you telling me, and again, I've told this to other people, and it may be that I'm completely making it up and um, got it completely wrong. But with your previous single, Self Love, um, we were watching a film which will remain nameless. We were? 
Yeah. And you said, oh, that gave you the inspiration. And you mm. wrote it quite quickly after that, but maybe no. that's a figment of my imagination. I think you've made that up. What film are you talking about? Um, Bird something. Ladybird. No, that's completely wrong. Um, I wrote an entirely different song on Ladybird. Ah, okay. <laughs> you've got well, that maybe, wrong. Maybe. <laughs> it's somewhere up on a SoundCloud because I had to submit it for something. It's called Sacramento. Entirely different song. Uh, but the, but, but it was based on based the film. On Ladybird. Okay. Yeah. So I've got. So I've got. Partly. I've got it partly right, but just yeah. the actual song completely wrong. No. So for example, with self love, what had happened was I sat down almost, you know, and every day, and I kept wanting to incorporate <clears throat> the harp, and it just yeah. didn't fit anywhere. And I'd be like, I really want a freaking harp. I just want to write for harp and it doesn't fit in anything that i have and then i thought oh let me think of the kind of i I was doing a songwriting course and they were giving all these different techniques so for example watching a film is one so that's where i thought the ladybird thing came from no but that's an entirely different song i know that now (laughs) and she kind of said oh like narrow down your kind of themes and kind of do like maybe like a mind map, if that makes sense. So I kind of, I remember the day before I wrote self-love, I decided my theme is self-love. And then I kind of sat down and kind of jotted phrases and words and stuff. And then the next day, all of a sudden, it all clicked together because I was like, I've been hearing the harp in my brain for so long and I've been trying to incorporate it in something. And this is the theme that I really want to write about. And ploop, they all just... And again, it all kind of happened in a matter of like 10 minutes. Mm. Like it all just kind of struck me in 10 minutes. I had to write it down all very quickly before I forget. And then it just worked. Right. But I feel like these ideas are kind of simmering there because it had been like a month since I've been trying to incorporate the harp into something. And then it kind of sat with something. Or like the lyrics of October, I've been trying to incorporate for months and then they just kind of clicked. Mm. But I, I think it it really is different maybe if you're working with someone. So if you're kind of co-writing, then it can be a bit quicker if one person, you know, you kind of have more than one brain working at the same mm. time. So you could be spewing out lyrics and they could be spewing out music or lyrics at the same time so i think that process can be quicker if there's which is why a lot of songs if you look at the credits it's normally more than two people writing the song Mm. um yeah does that answer your so no you're wrong about ladybird um well right about ladybird but wrong about the song that resulted from it yeah Mm. so you've been telling lies you've been spreading lies about self-love um kind of kind of yes um but not deliberate lies i was just no, under no, a no. Mis- mis- but i think it was like again it was kind of all well the reason i confused because it was around the same time yeah, yeah yeah definitely um so big question have you got any idea what the next song's going to be um i have a bunch of themes in mind right 
So again, I quite like the idea maybe sometimes of having the stories that I want to tell, mm-hmm. kind of, and then it will kind of come together. Right. Um, I may be featured on songs, I'm not too sure, so they're not mine per se. Sorry, just say that again, I'm not sure. Featured I on a song. Oh, featured. Yeah. Um, so I'm still not quite sure I know what I mean by that. You're featured. It means you're like duetting on a song. What do you mean you don't uh, know what it means? Well, like it's someone else's song, but it? I'm going to be singing on it, but it's not right, mine okay. primarily. Right. Potentially, maybe. Right. Potentially, maybe. Mm. Definitely, maybe. Mm. Um, okay. So I have ideas about the next ones, but I think it can sometimes be a longer process Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um, but that's true of a lot of art forms. Some mm. of it comes very quickly. Some of it's, I mean, some of the most famous paintings in the world have taken years and years and years to paint. Mm, and I think some people don't understand that. Because mm. um, I think some people say, like, oh, you know, pop stars, they release stuff all the time. I'm saying, yeah, but have you seen how many people are writing these songs? Mm. And you do understand that it's possible that they don't write them themselves. Like they have this oh, you're kind not of suggesting that certain pop stars <laughs> don't actually produce. No, it. but I do think that there's a massive backlog, and then they kind of give it to people within the, I don't know, label or management or whatever. Mm. I don't. Not always. I'm not saying that's how it goes, but I think there's a big industry on getting music done. No, of course there is. Um, Wherever there's a lot of money to be made, there will be an industry that goes alongside it. Hmm. So, um, next question. Um, so, you're talking about a collaboration with somebody. Is that something that you'd like to do more of? Yeah, I think especially, like, I really, I really enjoyed kind of, even though it was via Zoom, I can only imagine how product, even more productive it would have been in person. To be- I mean, you've never, because you've been doing this during COVID, you've never had a, what I would call a studio session. Uh, in Greece, but it was only uh, to record the vocals. Like the music was all done, mm. and then I just did the vocals. So it wasn't like a writing session per yeah, se. Yeah. Um, I've had studio sessions before for exams and stuff. Okay, yeah, no, like recordings. But I'm thinking more about. I would want own. more like a writing session, yeah, yeah. a writing studio session, mm. where there's like a bunch of musicians all at once. Mm. And you're just making music for hours and hours. That sounds amazing. Well, maybe post lockdown that might become a an opportunity for you. Mm, hopefully, um, particularly if you're in the right place. Mm. I don't think it's going to happen here very easily, but um, maybe you need to create the opportunity that will allow it to happen. Uh, basically, I'm moving out. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, I've talked to you before, I mean... Or you can move out and I can make this house into a studio. Yeah, I think the neighbours may have something <laughs> to say about it. Um, or the a bit like, do you remember how, like, Queen would go in the middle of nowhere? Well, they went to the Loads of people do that, yeah, they? like a farmhouse. Mm. Uh, I can't remember where it was now, I think in Sussex, I can't remember. Uh, anyway, it's not important. Um, uh, yeah... Uh, I mean, it may be that you could get together with your um, friend in Australia. Mm. and Because um, I just think that sometimes when you're doing it by yourself, 
there is that kind of what you were saying like do I have to write every day? Do I stop? Do I mm. like there's a bit of that kind of guilt if you're not writing and then if you're writing and nothing's coming out of it then you kind of beat yourself up. So it is yeah. a very like mental thing. You have to be in the right groove. Groove. Right but also you, you still have to have the kind of um uh what's the word I'm looking for? forgotten how to speak um perseverance right and you kind of have to learn to like not listen to the judgmental voice in your head and just keep going mm. and um so i don't know it's a it's a weird one so what i try to do is like uh, i think looking after your mental health is very important for for it and understanding you know that oh i will do stuff to stay creative, for example, read books or yeah. watch films to kind of get yes. stories or it's ideas. Where the inspiration is coming from. You never quite know where the inspiration is going to come from. Exactly. It might be... And sometimes it's just life for yourself. It like, might be yeah. meeting somebody in the street. It might be all sorts of things, all sorts of chance things. Yeah, so there's a lot of things that I just have like jotted down from like going on a walk by myself and thinking and stuff, mm. and which might turn into something at some point. And, but obviously, again, you do take inspiration from real-life experiences, but, um, yeah. I do that with jokes. Tell us a joke then. No, I don't mean like that. That's not the point. I don't. You take inspiration shit. from real yeah, life. You take you, something happens. You think, oh, that could be a really funny sketch. Mm. Um, mm. And then you, so, and it, but it might then develop in a way that then takes you away from the thing that caused the original inspiration, because it becomes a satire, a parody of it. Mm. Anyway. Um, and you never know where it's going to happen. And it might be something you see. It might be something that someone says. Um, I don't know. Oh, the life's of a stand-up comedian. <laughs> Ex-stand-up comedian. Uh. But um, I have been thinking, oh, getting on to me now, um, I have been thinking about doing another set at some stage. Uh, I've been getting some ideas together that might hang together. Is this because you've been living with me now, so you have me to use as a point of reference for jokes? Uh, no, it's actually actually that's not entirely true. That um, I was going to say no. It's got nothing to do with you whatsoever. The particular sketch I'm thinking about, um, but uh, actually, some of the material has to do with you. Yes. I knew it. Yeah. What is it? Um, I can't say. <laughs> <laughs> it's not it's not been developed in my mind yet it's been like october i've got an idea and it could be completely and utterly change you know when it comes to working it up but um hmm. um well i'm looking forward to hearing it yeah your whole set about living in lockdown with a daughter yeah hmm. um um but yeah there's a lot more work at the moment um, oh. Uh, Doesn't have a punchline quite yet. Uh, no, there are a, couple, a few punchlines, <laughs> but it's holding. It's 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 making um, 
a, a, a much more developed storyline rather than just a, a few unrelated things. Right, right, right. Well, you need somewhere to say the jokes first, so you have some time. I say them in my head and I develop it. And uh, again, with, with that, I think a lot of it, you develop it on paper. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, um, but the point is that you don't know where that inspiration is going to come from. You can't, you can't predict the inspiration. No. If we could do that, we could all be creative performing artists, mm-hmm. which we're not. Um, so, look, I think we probably ought to wind this up. It's only been 20 minutes. Has it? Yeah. Oh. Look at you. It's nice when you're the one chit-chatting along. Yeah. You're the one that said, oh, I'm going to interview you about your upcoming song. Let's do that. Well, that will be now. fun. Yeah, well, I've done that now. <sighs> Well, what more do you want to say about Octavia? Well, I don't know. It wasn't a... Is there... I don't know what people ask in interviews like that. Um, well, all the questions I've already asked you. Isn't 20 minutes long enough for an interview? Fine, whatever. Whatever. <laughs> I mean, you know, I think, to be honest, our listeners are lucky to get 20 minutes of your undivided attention talking about you as an artist. Artist. Uh, yeah. And um, just to uh, stay with this theme, um, next week we'll be talking about the gig that you've had. Hmm. Um, so we're going to stick with the musical themes for another week after this. And yeah. then we might move on to something entirely different. Yeah. So do you want to say anything more about... Um, the process of songwriting, otherwise I think we should say... Um, no, I just didn't know if you wanted to ask anything more specific about the song itself. Um, well, no, not really. Um, I think you've given a very full account of how it's come about and um, how it was engineered and put together. And I think that will be you know, interesting to listeners because, as you rightly say, a lot of people, you know, we listen. most people listen to music every day, yet really possibly have no understanding of the creative processes that have led to what they're consuming well i think this has been been worked on like the new version of changing the lyrics finding the thing since february Mm. so it's been a good three four months and as you say the lyric was already sitting there for months yeah um so uh, yeah so yeah, these things don't just happen, ladies and gentlemen. But I think I've learnt that, whereas, for example, with self-love, I think I wrote it and then I thought that, oh, it will only take a month for it to come out. <laughs> and it took about because it was also summertime and everything it just took but i think that's also goes back to what we were saying about the lack of studio time oh yeah and covid stuff yes i mean had you all been able to get together together into a studio it could have been perhaps a lot shorter uh, and this one in particular as well um you keep burping into the microphone sorry That's because I just had some yogurt before we started recording. I shouldn't have done that. <laughs> no, you shouldn't have. <laughs> very gentle burps. So they just they just um, leak out every now and again. Uh, yogurt's not good for your voice. What burping? No, no yogurt. yogurt. I know. <laughs> um, but I'm not a singer, 
Hmm. Well. Um, so yeah, on to the next one. But uh, before we're on to the next one, please listen to this one. Listen to it at least five times. Yeah, and and don't just listen. You gotta. And what people don't know is how little money music makes, <laughs> and how expensive it is to actually make it. Yeah. Um, do you want to? Uh, why don't you say? Uh, what do you get for every download on Spotify? Uh, zero point zero zero three cents. Zero point zero 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 three. How many zeros? Yes, I think it's two zeros. Yeah, I think it's zero. So in order to get like three dollars, I need three hundred streams. Three thousand. No, I've no. <laughs> lost it. Right. It's zero point zero zero three. So to get three cents, you have to multiply it by one hundred. Okay, so three hundred streams. So uh, ten thousand. I mean, that was about what I looked at it last. Um, So, do consider if you care for musicians. Do consider listening to music on Bandcamp, where you can buy the music and 90% of it goes to the artist. SoundCloud have also done something where you can pay uh, and it goes to the artist. I also think iTunes, a larger amount goes to the artist because you download it. The problem is with these kind of free platforms... Um, I could Google it right now, actually, and tell you exactly. No, don't do that. The point is that um, you would literally have to have millions of downloads. So, but this isn't about just small... Even to cover your costs. Yeah, so Spotify generally pays 0.003 and 0.005 per stream, meaning you'll need about 250 streams to make a dollar. One dollar. Yeah, yeah. So think about even massive artists who put millions into the music videos. Like you can tell when they're good production. Mm. Even they need loads. But I guess they then have multiple income sectors because they might have. Well, they like, have import income streams, and also so they might have merch. People will be advertising on the back of them and yeah. stuff like that. Which is why a lot of musicians actually don't make money if they don't have good record deals, basically. They don't get to keep any of that money. Mm. Because so little money comes in from streaming now. That You're not telling me that Ed Sheeran doesn't make any money. Oh, no, I'm sure he does. But I'm just saying that, um, for example, I remember reading Lily Allen because she came about pre-streaming uh her record deal had nothing in it about streaming Mm. and then when streaming came around she made nothing out of streaming nothing so arguably streaming is actually not good for the artists and then i think she actually got out of that record deal. i think she created her own company i may be wrong but i remember i read her book and she said that she didn't make anything from streaming for a long time, hmm. which is ridiculous. Yeah. Um, so yeah, please stream the song. 
<laughs> well, no, don't stream the song. You want them to go. Yeah, or stream it a lot. Yeah, stream it a lot. Or, but arguably, if you have iTunes, download it so that you kind of buy it. Um, yeah, well, if you've got a smart speaker, what you have to do is that you just tell it to repeat <laughs> time and time and time again. Because actually, it doesn't cost you anything to do that. Mm. Well, same with Spotify. It doesn't cost yeah. you anything uh, unless you have a subscription. Uh, but yeah, do consider Bandcamp. I only found out Bandcamp recently. I've um, never even heard of it. What is it? So that's the thing. You you pay and right. 90% goes to the... Uh, artiste. Artiste. Um, and as I said, but I think SoundCloud would... have done something where you can pay. I don't know if you, can, if you pay whatever you want. I don't know. And this is the problem is that a lot of people now almost think of music as being free, if you know what I mean. Oh, yeah. Because of Spotify and because of um, Amazon Music or whatever. And, okay, yes, you pay a subscription to Amazon Music, but it's then you're getting endless the music, so you almost see it as a free. Oh, yeah. But, of course, it's not free. But if you think about it before, what, you pay on Spotify £10 a month? I have no idea. I don't do Spotify. But that would be an album, a CD. Mm. So for £10, I could have like thousands whereas that's like a cd with maybe 10 15 songs on it mm. or on itunes i think everything was like one pound or something so that's 10 songs mm. if you think about it so it makes sense for people but i think it has it it has helped musicians but at the same time it hasn't yeah because then uh, you can reach a broader audience much easier but at the same time, you're not but your making isn't anything. Expanding as a result. Yeah, so I, it's a weird one. Mm. Uh, although they are trying, there's a bunch of petitions by musicians to fix streaming. Really? Yeah. Um, mm. Musicians union and stuff have a bunch of petitions to ask to fix streaming because they just think it's ridiculous. It's just not an income mm. for smaller artists that don't have millions or a record label behind them to pay for the mm. kind of studio sessions and hours and stuff. Mm. Um, and I also saw one where they want to start paying songwriters for their time. Because again, people don't get paid until they produce something. But that doesn't mean that you haven't spent hours and hours every day writing. Mm. And then songwriters might get 10% off of something. Yeah, but a lot of that's to do with the problems with the performing arts in general. It's not just mm. songwriting. It's to do yeah, same yeah. arguably with acting, same arguably with, um, you know, writing. Um, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. Do you think Audible is the same for writers with books or like Amazon and stuff, like writers that don't really sell enough books anymore to make an income? Uh, well, um, I don't know enough about that's that. That's slightly different because um, with books, you invariably still need a publisher mm. um, of one form or another. Uh, it may be a publish-on-demand publisher, but you need something to physically produce the book. Mm. Um, and I said to people, oh, I, I know somebody who's writing a book, and I said, well, look, why don't you just record it as a series of podcasts and just get it out there? Um, you 
if you if you if you're wanting people to stop moving around, you're ruining the sound quality. You've why are you have you got ants in your pants? Yeah, you keep moving around all of this episode, and I'm scared that the sound quality is going to be crappy. Well, there's going to be right. squeaking from you shaking around right. the place. Right, uh, lie still, like all of the dead. Um, right, so I have a friend. So, if the sound like, quality is bad, it's because Dad keeps mine. moving around and squeaking. I'm getting too animated. <laughs> um, right, I'm going to now. I'm going to sit still. I'm not going to do anything. Yeah, now when we're finishing the podcast, you're going to so, sit still. Um, I was telling you about this friend who is writing something, and I said, "Well, if it's really not about get making money." And you want to get these characters out there, you know, maybe record it as a podcast. Or YouTube. And then if it becomes popular, then you'll get picked up by a publisher. But it's almost as though you have to give away your first book mm. uh, in the same way that you're giving away your first singles, realistically. Mm. Well, you have to have money to make them. And you can't expect to make it back. No. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. You're giving them away. Yeah. Um, and I think that's the tricky thing. So I guess in a different way, music now is easier for independent artists. Like you don't necessarily need a record label, no, uh, or to book a studio to do it. Like it's a bit more accessible, but at the same time, you don't. You probably need to pay it with the job. Yeah, and yeah, so it's not going to sustain you if that makes sense. Uh, I think there's a lot about the industry and I don't know if people want to hear about it. Um, but, uh, yeah, anything else? No. Um, just um, <laughs> trying yeah. to make a living as a recording artist is not easy. Uh, no. No. But it is what it is. You don't do it for the money. No, you do it for love. You do it uh, to express yourself, in it. In it. You do it because you're a grovelling artist. Can't you, you just express can't yourself do it in other without. ways? Can't you just express yourself by doing the washing up or something like that? I can express myself by winning the lottery. How's that? <laughs> uh, yeah. And when was the last time you bought a ticket? Oh, do you remember first lockdown? I'd buy a ticket every week or something. I kind of got addicted to it. Um, oh, I can't I think that went on for about like two weeks. Come yeah, on. it wasn't that long. Actually, what I got addicted to was when you go to bite, they have these little games. What? A bit like online scratch cards, if that makes sense. Uh, yeah, scratch cards. Yeah, but online, which means uh, you don't just buy yeah, the one. That's right. You They'll do. be like, oh, do you want to yeah, go yeah, again? Yeah, do you want to yeah, go yeah, again? Okay. And that's problematic. Yeah. Because then you kind of, you know, maybe you pay £2 and then they'll be like, oh, you've just won £2. Yeah, do you want to go again? Yeah, of course I do. Of course I do. What a ridiculous question. I know. <laughs> and then I had to just take it away from me. Yeah. Um, um, they do have... Um, I think you can set yourself limits, though, can't you? Can't you bet responsibly and say, you know, the most I can spend in any, um, any week sure. is X? Pe yeah, possibly. Yeah, I don't think you were really addicted. I mean, it is incredible. It's addictive. not like I lost thousands of pounds but you um have got thousands of pounds to lose <laughs> yeah but um yeah it's not uh yeah. uh but there we go maybe you could write a song about it maybe it could be inspirational. <laughs> here you are again moving, I'm moving around again. that's because i'm I, I keep moving just so i can see you in the eyes <laughs> but it's just because you're sitting in a weird way <laughs> i know i'm trying to be relaxed now right okay 
I'm just going to be comatose now. Um, what, write a song about winning the lottery? Well, or about um, the uh, the rush of gambling, if you see what I mean. The rush of gambling being the same as the rush of falling in love or something. Yes. Actually, they're very similar if you think about it. They're both gambling. It's all about chemicals, brain chemicals. Mm. Anyway. Um, I'm just trying not to move. Go listen to October. Yes, if you haven't done so already. If you haven't done so already, go listen and to it again. even if you have. That's not, even if you have. Listen to it once is just not good enough. Put that's it. so <laughs> lame. You've got to listen to it again and again and again. And again and again. You could put it on repeat if you want. Yeah. And just keep it going. And tell everybody you know that they've got to do the same thing. Everything will be in the description. Excellent. Yes. Okay, well, look, um, I think we've plugged, I think people have probably gathered by now you've got a new single coming out yeah so let's leave it there and we'll see (laughs) see you next week yeah excellent perfect well see you next week sorry about moving around